we find ourselves in Zoe's modest two-bedroom apartment, a very practical and organized space with a few attractive and perfectly placed art pieces on the wall. It is clean, with the exception of the kitchen, where various pots, pans, bowls, and other cooking utensils are beginning to pile up on the counters and inside the sink. In a nook, adjacent to the living room, there's a small dining room table with plates and flatware perfectly placed across from each other and equidistant from each side. Zoe is bustling about the kitchen area somewhat frantic as she cuts vegetables, reads recipes, and arranges different bottles of spices and seasonings. She takes in a deep breath and hastily runs to the door. She pauses for a moment and opens the door to Roger, who is holding a bottle of wine. They look at each other in silence for a moment. I'm so happy we could meet like this, Roger. So am I. I don't think I've ever known anyone named Roger before. I'm sure I haven't. Have you ever known anyone named Zoe? Let me see. Well, yes, I, I did know one Zoe. She was a dog, though. That's not nice. No, really, she was a dog. A small dog, four legs, cute, really cute. Oh, I see, but never a person? No, you're the first. And to celebrate our first meeting, let's open up this bottle of wine. That sounds lovely. I just started making dinner, but we've got time for a glass before I gotta get back to the kitchen. We better hurry, though. She goes to the kitchen and returns with a corkscrew and two glasses. She puts the glasses on the table and hands Roger the corkscrew. He struggles uncorking the bottle and cuts himself, and letting out a quick and instinctive Ouch! as he does so. You okay? I'm fine. No worries. You've cut yourself. Do you need a band-aid? No, really. It's barely bleeding. <laughs> That's funny. I'm offering a doctor a bandage. Ironic. Yes. There's a brief, uncomfortable silence as Roger and Zoe sit at the table. Well, what kind of doctor are you? I'm midway through my residency in cardiology. Then you must know the fastest way to a woman's heart. Through the left, fourth intercostal space using a number 10 blade. Cheers. Cheers. Zoe and Roger awkwardly giggle as they toast and sip the wine. Zoe gets up and goes to the kitchen and reads her recipes again. She starts putting food into the cooking dishes and the roasting pan. She moves fast, like a sprinter. Can I help? No, this is my department. I promised I'd make you dinner, and so I shall. Great. Thanks so much for doing this. Let me know if I can help you, though. Okay, you got yourself a deal. She joins Roger at the dining table, holding a folded piece of paper. She places it on the table. I come from a small town in South Dakota that has a population of 621 people. And out there, one would never invite a guy to her home on a first date, especially someone I've only met online and talked to on the phone. My mother would kill me. I'm honored, really. You know what made me invite you here tonight? I don't want to give the wrong answer before I've had dinner. It was what you said about the importance of home to you. I'm very traditional. I find it hard to find a man who shares my same values. I want a man who loves a sense of home, who can do a traditional man's role at home. Someone who can fix things like a burned out light bulb, use power tools, do some wiring, clean off the top of the stove, do a couple odd jobs as he goes around the house, change the clocks with the time change. That's the perfect kind of man for me. Just. Just because I just became a CPA doesn't mean that I want to balance the household finances or be the one that puts up the Christmas lights and takes out the trash. I want a man who does all that willingly. That sounds like a great guy, all right. And when you said you believed in pulling your weight around the house, well, that was such a breath of fresh air to me I couldn't believe it. So many men think career is everything, and that 
just doesn't make a house a home. There's another awkward silence as Roger takes a sip of wine. Ooh, I think I'm scaring you. I know, I'm sorry. I know it's the first time we met, and it's our first date, and believe me, I'm into taking things slow. I just wanted you to know that you convinced me that you weren't a waste of time and a genuinely nice guy with traditional values, and that's why I invited you to meet at my place. So many of these guys online just aren't interested in anything other than dating for sex, and you were very sincere about wanting a relationship. I have no desire to rush into one, that's for sure, so don't let me scare you. That's true. I am looking for a relationship. It's not easy for me to meet anyone with my residency schedule. I'm either at the hospital or trying to sleep. So, I have planned the perfect traditional date. I'm making dinner, and here are some things you can do around the house. She opens the folded paper and hands it to him. It might be better if we talked and got to know each other more? A woman believes more about actions than words, and there is no faster way to a woman's heart than acts of service. Let's give it a try, shall we? It could be fun. Just think of it as an experiment of sorts, and I'll show you I'm the woman I said I was, and you can show me that you are the man you said you were. Sure, when you put it that way, why not? Okay, the first item on the list is the leaking faucet in the guest bathroom. What you should do is make sure you don't have anything fall into the drain while you're working. And you should make sure not to put any of the tools on the counter because they could damage it. And the tools are in the cabinet under the sink. Okay. Where's the guest bathroom? It's a small apartment. You can't miss it. Roger walks one way down the hallway, then does an about face and heads the other direction, finally finding the bathroom. Zoe goes back to the kitchen. She triple checks her recipes and throws some asparagus into boiling water, nearly harming herself in the process. Suddenly, there's a sound of running water and then a muffled, God damn it, from Roger in the bathroom, as the sound of running water increases. Zoe pokes her head from the kitchen and yells toward the direction of the guest bathroom. You okay? I'm fine. I'll be in the kitchen. She sprints back into the kitchen and adds spices to a roast in perhaps too abundant a quantity. Roger enters the living room from the hallway. His sleeves rolled up, his shirt's wet. He pulls out his cell phone and makes a call. Gary? Hello, Gary? Hi, I'm glad you're there. Listen, I have a plumbing problem. I can't get the water to stop running. No, I can't call a plumber. I'll explain later. I, I tried that. The valve under the sink where the water is running, right? I tried that. Both ways. Nothing happened. I'm afraid the sink is going to overflow. Zoe returns to the living room. That's so funny. On dates, when one person leaves the room, the other one always texts or is on the phone. Yes, I'm sorry, but hold on a second, Zoe. <clears throat> yes, Gary. The valve stem is building in aortic pressure, and well, I really need someone with experience just to give me a temporary measure to staunch the flow so there isn't a full cardiac arrest. Uh, let me call you back. Will you answer? Thanks. Sorry, Zoe. I just had to ask a question about a critical patient of mine, and, well, I want to make sure I handle it right. Oh, oh yes, of course, but it is funny about the cell phone thing on dates, isn't it? Most of us don't have patience to worry about. I wonder what everyone else calls and texts about. I sometimes text a friend and tell her how the date's going. Is that water I hear running? Yes, yes it is. I have to keep the water flowing to clear out the pipe. 
I just need to make sure it's draining right. The drain was fine. Well, you never know. Let's see, next item. <laughs> Looks like you need a light bulb changed in the same bathroom, I see. Uh, the light bulbs would be... where? Lower cabinet in the bathroom. Roger heads back into the bathroom. Zoe looks down at her apron and promptly removes it and tucks it in a drawer, realizing it's covered in water and spices. When you say lower cabinet, are you aware that there are three lower cabinets in here? Lower cabinet? Not the lowest cabinet. But they're all the same height. Oh, you mean drawer. Lower drawer in one of the lower cabinets. Got it. Okay, thanks. And you should make sure it's the same voltage as the others, otherwise just change them all. I'm going to go check on dinner, I'll be right back. She heads back into the kitchen and frantically cleans up water and spices that have found their way to the counters and floor. Ah! You okay? Roger's hurled into the living room and falls to the ground. Zoe runs into the living room. Oh good gracious, what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just resting between tasks. <laughs> How's dinner? Wait, before you answer that, do you have a mop? Is everything okay? Uh, sure. Y you said you liked someone that did odd jobs as they came along, though, and I think that the floor could use a little cleaning. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. Are you serious? This is too good to be true. I have a mop in the storage area downstairs. The vacuum is up here, though, in case you need it. I just don't have room for everything up here. I'll go get the mop. Can you watch the food and make sure nothing burns? Sure. Zoe heads downstairs to the storage area. Roger gets back on his phone. Gary? Oh, Jesus Christ, Gary, I just electrocuted myself. No, I'm getting out of here. I really am. I'm on a date. Yes, I'm on a date. That's right. I changed a light bulb, and I got up on the counter the sink is in, and the sink overflowed just as I... Right, and I got electrocuted. Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. But but the water is overflowing onto the floor, and I still don't know how to turn it off. Yeah, okay, I tried that, though. Okay, I'll try again. Water main? How the hell would I know? It's a goddamn apartment building. Nobody knows where the water main is. Okay, okay. I'm calm. Try again. Alright, bye. Zoe walks back into the living room, mop in hand. You should ring it out every few passes, and you should just go in one direction so that it doesn't streak. He takes the mop and prepares to leave. Is the food alright? Nothing burning? Sure as hell hope not. Roger quickly heads back to the guest bathroom. Zoe runs into the kitchen and promptly returns with her cell phone, having already dialed the number and purchased herself on a dining room chair. I'm not sure this is going well at all. Well, he seems nice enough, but I don't think I'd want him as my doctor. Sherry, I called you about the dinner I'm making. I was worried it might burn. Now I'm worried it might never heat up. Oh, and the vegetables. Let me ask you something about those. She hears Roger coming back. No, wait, just text me. I gotta go! Roger re-enters, looking a bit defeated, Mop still in hand, and sits at the table. I have to confess something. Okay, what is it? I'm not handy around the house. In fact, I'm offensively bad at fixing things. 
And you're a cardiologist. I'm almost a cardiologist. I'm a resident. And I'll be a fine cardiologist. Just because I can perform a stent placement doesn't mean I can repair a water heater or change out brakes on a car. But you said you were handy. You weren't honest. I didn't say I was handy. I said I liked to help out around the house. In fact, I think my words were pulling my weight. Wait a minute, you're getting into semantics. Pulling your weight and helping out around the house means fixing things. Doing what a man is supposed to do. I'm not handy. I can take out the trash. I can make the bed. I can... Look, why am I explaining this to you? I'm not handy. I never said I was handy. You got me to go along with your dating experiment, and we're not working out, alright? So, let me just explain some things to you before your apartment becomes uninhabitable. I found a way to shut off the water for the faucet, but it's not fixed. You want to know what I did? I thought I had turned off the water from that valve thing under the sink, but I had turned it the wrong way, and I thought I turned it the right way. The mop was for the water that spilled on the floor. The, the floor is fine. It'll be dry in another half hour, probably. But the water faucet needs to be fixed by your next date, or by a plumber, or, or maybe a plumber should be your next date. We won't go into my recent electrocution. Um, here's your list back. He hands her back a sopping wet piece of paper. Okay, I understand. But I'm still not sure you were totally honest with me. I can do a lot of things around the house, just like I said. I still don't know why I'm defending myself to you, when this is probably the last time I'll ever see you. It's okay, it didn't work out. No hard feelings. I'd offer you dinner, but... No, I understand. It's time for me to go anyway. No, that's not what I meant. I would still offer you dinner, but it didn't exactly turn out as planned. I thought you said you were a great cook. I never said I was a great cook. I said I'd make you dinner because that's something I believe I should be doing, just like the man should be doing repairs and fixing things. Well, you implied you were a great cook. You implied you were a great handyman. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't imply I was a great cook. Look, I'm a cardiologist, so I'm not going to get into your childhood issues or your misguided gender norms or even why you think things should be a certain way. That's for another kind of specialist, perhaps a psychologist or maybe even a psychiatrist. And I'm not going to bring up what family of wolves raised you in a way that you can't even replace a light bulb. Maybe we should just move on. Okay, so maybe the dinner turned out better than you thought. There's a chance we can still have something to eat and say farewell on pleasant terms. What didn't go as planned exactly? Everything. For one thing, the asparagus is soggy. Really? You should have blanched it. What? You should have blanched the asparagus. You plunged the spears into boiling water for about 30 seconds and then plunged them into ice water and that stops them from overcooking. And for another thing, I was making a roast and it's barely cooked. Was it at room temperature when you put it in the oven? No, it was cold, I think. Did you preheat the oven? Sure. What temperature? 450 degrees. Are you kidding me? If you want to slow cook it, you should have started it after preheating the oven to 250 degrees. And you want to assure you cook it so that you attain a Maillard reaction to give the roast a crust. And you can't expect to cook it in an hour, even if you were going to try to come up with even a barely edible entree. I tried to follow these recipes. You shouldn't be using multiple recipes to cook a single item to begin with. <sighs> okay, look. This could still be salvageable. Do you have more asparagus? And 
actually. This roast shouldn't be a total loss. Okay, I have an idea. Let me take over in the kitchen. You really know what you're doing in there, don't you? Yeah. You're not really what I expected at all. Neither are you. You go ahead, then. I'll handle the stuff on the list. Sure. Are you any good at any of that? Really good at it. They both rise from the table. Roger pours another glass of wine for each of them. I think I have my answer to your question. What question? About whether I know the fastest way to a woman's heart. Well, I guess we're making progress. What's the answer? I have no clue. <laughs>